Welcome to the virtual church with Reverend Prosper Asamwa. Reverend Prosper Asamwa is the senior pastor of Love Sanctuary Takradi, where Jesus is exalted and his love demonstrated. Now, the sermon. Shall we, with a clap, receive the ministry of Reverend Anthony Yosin? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I was thinking you continue to clap and celebrate Jesus for his greatness and for his goodness towards us. Amen. Daddy, thank you for the confidence that you have reposed in me. I salute you this morning. For those of us who don't know, Daddy is the one who has put my life back on track. Oh, I thought we were going to put your hands together for that. I was trying to run away from something that he caught me and said, whether you like it or not, you will tread that part. And that is the part that I'm trending this morning. That is why I'm standing here. All glory unto God. Amen. I extend my appreciation to all the leadership of the church for your support and for your encouragement. I believe that today God will speak to us. And the, the, the path has already been set by those songs because it is in line with what the Lord has for us this morning. Amen. Shall we share a word of prayer? Father, thank you this morning. Anytime that you gather your people, there's a reason why you have gathered your people. I don't know why you have gathered them here this morning. But I know you want to speak to them. Speak to their hearts, Lord. Let the word that proceeds from your mouth rest on the hearts of your people. That like a seed, it shall germinate, it shall grow, and it shall bear fruit. And people shall testify that, yes, of a truth, we serve a living God. Amen. Amen. Let's zoom straight. Um, when I was giving my scriptures, I was asked for the topic of my preaching this morning. So I had to quickly fashion out something. So I said, God and us. God and us. Let's learn something from John chapter 1, verse 1. We shall build a premise on John chapter 1, verse 1 then we will we'll build on that. That is the reason why when that song was raised, ancient world, I said, yes, the spirit is here. Amen. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Let's learn something from here. It says, that in the beginning was the word. It means that the word is as old as the beginning. Hallelujah. And it says that, and the word was with God. This is telling us of the position of the word. God has raised himself. God has elevated himself at par with his word. So God is here. His word is here. They are inseparable. And it says, and the word was God. It means that the word of God is as powerful as God himself. Hallelujah. So we shall build on this as our premises as we, we go through our preaching for 
this morning. Hallelujah. So if the word of God is as powerful as God himself, it means that we can rely on the word of God. We can depend on the word of God as we go through this life. Amen. So I want us to look at the way God himself describes he himself in his word. We shall read some few scriptures to see how God describes himself in his word. Hallelujah. So we shall uh, read um, Numbers chapter 23, verse 19. Numbers 23, 19. Numbers 23, 19. We shall read that scripture very soon. This is God describing himself in his word. He says, God is not man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will not fulfill. So this is how God is describing himself in his word, that he is not man that he should lie. Therefore, his word is as powerful as him, and that we can depend and rely on his word. Hallelujah. Let's read another scripture also to see how God describes himself in his word. Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. Very popular scripture. We are quoting very popular scriptures this morning. He says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. This is God speaking, describing himself. Says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come? The Almighty. So this is God describing himself in his word. Hallelujah. For the sake of time, I wrote about four scriptures, but for the sake of time, let's keep these two scriptures in mind. As we go, we shall come, against, we shall come up against these scriptures once again. So this is how God is describing himself in his word. And don't let, let us forget that I said my topic is God and us. So now let us look at how God describes us in his word. Don't forget the first premises that we do, that in the beginning was the word. We are building on that premise. So let's see how God describes himself. Our, sorry, our, our, us in his word. Hallelujah. So let's read Psalm 33 verse 12. Psalm 33, verse 12. I have a lot of scriptures, but for the sake of time, I'm just reading about 102. It says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his heritage. Other translations say as his inheritance. So God is describing us as people that he has chosen as his heritage, as his inheritance. So this is how you must see yourself, that you are God's inheritance, you are God's heritage, and therefore you are valuable. You know heritage, you, you, you are supposed to guard that, that property that has been left, that has been bequeathed to you, because it is valuable. And this is how God sees us in his word. And this is how God describes us in his word. Hallelujah. Let's read another scripture quickly. Yes, let me just... I have scriptures more, but let me just, let's go to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. We are building on something. We have seen how God describes himself in his word. We are looking at how God describes us in his word. He says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand in the beginning of the world, in the beginning of the word. That is what God did. He prepared us beforehand that we should walk 
in them. Then them here means the good works that the Lord has prepared for us, that we should walk in them. Hallelujah. So this is how God is describing us. Amen. Let me leave that one to, let's keep that one to in mind. Then Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Uh -huh. This is God describing us, the people that he has chosen as his inheritance, as his heritage. He says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you future and a hope. Hallelujah. So you must see yourself as somebody that God has as his inheritance and that he has plans for you, plans that will prosper you, as other translations say, that will give you hope and future in the name of Jesus. Let's move on. Uh -huh. hmm. If I am asked to describe how the prestige campus of Sanctuary Montessori looks like, I cannot do it from my imagination. I must go to that campus and look at the way it has been built so that I can describe it vividly. Hallelujah. So any description that you give is not based on your imagination. It is based on what you have seen. So if I'm asked to describe this microphone, I will look at it and describe it the way it is, not by my imagination. Hallelujah. So this morning, I want you to be rest assured in your spirit that what God is describing himself is what he is, and it's not by his imagination. What God is describing you in his word is not his imagination. It is what he thinks and sees of you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So let us build on that premises. Don't ever forget. <laughs> Daddy is laughing. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's build on this, um, this truth that we have established. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh -huh. So, we know how God describes himself in his word. And we know how he describes us in his word. So, let us look at how these things will help us to relate to him. To have a relationship with him. To have some kind of connection with him based on his description of himself and us. Hallelujah. So, when it happens, when you know all this, what it leads to is that we can depend. I've written three. I'll quickly deal with the three. So first one, you can write. It helps us to depend on him. Because he is true. Don't forget about what we read. Scripture could be all. Scripture could be all. Scripture could be all. Let me read that scripture before I, I, I proceed on. Aha. Aha. Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 to 7. This is very important. I don't see why I should have missed that. Exodus chapter, uh-huh. It says, the Lord passed before him. The him here means Moses. And proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. This is how God is describing himself in his word. Though. So as you go along, I'm not playing with these words, but as you go along, you will see that they will come into play. Hallelujah. We will see his faithfulness. We will see his slow to anger. We will see everything that he is doing for us. Hallelujah. 
So you let's 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 forget this one. Let's forget the seven. I gave him six and seven, but let's forget the seven. Let's go on for for the sake of time. So I want us to know that when we have all these things at the back of our mind, that this is how God is describing Himself, then it can make us to depend on Him. So that is the first one. So right, depending on God. Let's read First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-four. First Thessalonians chapter one, verse twenty-four. Uh-huh. It says, "He who calls you is what is faithful. He will surely do it." So it is talking about the faithfulness of God. So it means that we can depend on the faithfulness of God because God describes Himself as faithful. May you also remain faithful to Him, and say, "May you also remain faithful to Him." So that as you depend on him, he shall be your source of provision in the name of Jesus. He will surely do it for you. Don't worry. I have seen people come to destiny hour dejected. Hallelujah. Let's read another scripture. Matthew chapter 6, verse 26 to 27. We are, we are reading these scriptures to see that we can depend on God. And when we depend on him, he will not fail us in the name of Jesus. This is Jesus' own words. He says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap, nor gather into bands. And yet, your heavenly father feeds them. While describing himself as gracious, as faithful, as slow to anger, as abandoned in love, he fits them. And let's see what goes on. Jesus went on to say, Are you not of more value than they? I mean, now, Jesus is saying, No matter when you may be also, Omohon is Bemozi. No, be saying that, yet, he, and he, and some of you, and no matter. See, it depends on him. As you depend on God, may you be lifted off. May every shoulder that is upon your head, may that shoulder be that burden be lifted off your shoulder. Because you are depending on him. Hallelujah. Don't depend on man. If God wants you to depend on man, he God will speak to that man. Depend on him. He says, come to me, all you who are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Come and depend on me, and I, the Lord, will give you rest. That is his word for us. That is how he describes himself in the name of Jesus. Therefore, depend on him. Let's move on to relying on him. From the way he describes himself as gracious, as abounding in love, as slow to anger, he says that, we must rely on him. Maybe a baby said that depend, not rely. Maybe the English might not be there. The words are used interchangeably, right? I won't But in here can fanta depend in also for fortunado. Not rely on also for fortune. So if you are depending on God and relying on him. 
Won't he hold you by your hand and walk you through your destiny? In the name of Jesus, I see the Lord doing that for you. In the name of Jesus, he will hold your hands as you depend on him, as you rely on him. He will hold your hands and lead you through. In Jesus' name. Number three, we must hope in him. We must depend on him, we must rely on him, and we must hope in him. Romans chapter 8, verse Romans chapter 8, verse 24 to 25. Romans chapter 8, verse 24 to 25. Uh-huh. For in this hope we were saved. Other translations say we are saved by hope. Jesus said, love, hope, there's a third one. But the greatest is love. Jesus established. But hope is also important. Because he said, for in this hope, we were saved. Now hope, that is seen. It's not hope. What the scripture is telling you, that don't look at your present circumstances. Because that is not hope. I'll give you a typical example of somebody right here in our midst. He says, but if we hope for what we don't, Naina, but if we hope for what we don't see, we wait for it with patience. So it means that whilst you wait on God, you must be patient and look up to him. For he holds times and seasons. When your time comes, he will release you. When the season is up, he will uplift you. I see the Lord doing it for you in the name of Jesus. No, Abraham, you just look at Abraham that we all refer to. When the promise was given to him and when the promise was fulfilled, he waited in patience. Hallelujah. So don't look at your present situation and, and go and do something that you regret later. That is not how God describes him. God doesn't want to see you struggling. Hallelujah. So, Relying on him, no. More quotations. Let me, let me read one. That will make it more vivid for you. Second Chronicles chapter 14, verse 11 to 12. Second Chronicles 14, 11 to 12. How can Asa rely on God? Uh-huh. Quickly. And Asa cried to the Lord, his God. Oh Lord, there's none like you to help between the mighty and the weak. Help us, oh Lord, our God. For we rely on you. And in your name, we have come against this multitude. Oh Lord, you are God. Let not man prevail against you. For 12 from Kamu. What is he saying? He said, so the Lord defeated the Ethiopians before Asa and before Judah. And the Ethiopians fled. Asa didn't rely on his armory. He didn't rely on his asna. He went to God because he knows that God is faithful. God is gracious. So he went to him and told him that this is the situation that I find myself in. Do something. And God did it. Daddy, I was reading some book. The, the, the person was saying that anytime that you see that and God or the Lord defeated somebody, it means God himself was at the battlefront. But anytime you see that by the help of God, they were defeated the enemy. That means he was at the vanguard giving instructions. But any time that you see that the Lord defeated that he was at the battlefront. May the Lord be at your battlefront. May he be at your battlefront. 
And may you win every battle. And you will win any battle because you shall rely on him. Amen. Put your hands together. Let's celebrate Jesus. Uh-huh. Let's read another scripture concerning the hope. Psalm 130 verse 5. Psalm 130 verse 5. We'll close very soon. It says, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I hope. What is his word? The way he has described himself in his word. That is what the psalmist says. That it is on his word of faithfulness, of graciousness, of compassion. That is why he's waiting on. And that is where his hope is. And you cannot go wrong when your hopes are banked on the word of God. Hallelujah. May the word of God, that is a seed in you. May it begin to grow. And say, may it begin to grow. So let's make this proclamation, then we'll go. He said, hope looks to the future. Hope, it looks to the future. It doesn't look at your present circumstances. Once you have hope in him, that God is as true as his word. It's as true as how he has described himself. Then you don't have to look at your present circumstances. Rather, you have to look at your future. Because there's hope for you. Oh, auntie. Because there's hope for you. Hope in the word of God. In the name of Jesus. He says, hope looks beyond the present circumstances. So as you hope in the Lord, forget about what has gone past. Forget about what you are going through. But look forward. Look to that light that is shining forward and bank your hopes on it in the name of Jesus. I will soon end. There was a time in the life of Reverend Prosper Samuel, our daddy. Anything that he touches filters through his fingers. He didn't wait in despair because he knew that there's hope. Hallelujah. And that hope that he had that has brought you and I here today. And see, if he had despaired and threw his hands in despair, you and I would not be here. I don't know the number of people that he employs at his school, but all those people, if he had not waited in hope, where would these people have been? So as you hope in the Lord, the Lord shall come true for you. As you hope in the Lord, everything the Lord has said concerning your life shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. Let me pray for you, then we go. No issues. Let me pray. Romans chapter 15 verse 13. That is my last scripture and that is prayer. That is prayer for you. But don't forget. Never, never forget that you must depend on God. You must rely on him and you must hope in him. So this is my prayer for you as I bring my preaching to an end. So may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. In believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound 
in hope. May this scripture be your story. May this scripture be your story. In the name of Jesus. May this scripture be your story. In the name of Jesus. That is my prayer for you this morning. Let me end with this testimony. We were here one day during Destiny Hour. Please write the scripture. When you go, you, you pray and meditate with it. This guy came here dejected. Pastor, in fact, when any time we have one penna, they be up at the same shirt now no show. Let me confess to you. Sometimes you tell him things that this is what's going to happen to you. What he has told you will come to pass. As we make a ring him. But he will come and he will pray. And the prophet, God, the Holy Spirit will speak to the prophet and the prophet will speak to him. Son, I went to you, graduate. Hey, me will graduate too. Ah, all the people who are going to be in the world, they say, I'm going to be in the world. For we are in our country, I mean, depend, rely on him. What he has said, he will do it. You want to bring to your exams. No, but also so far, I do my exams, my passport. What's the next two weeks? My passport, my brother. Pastor, I can't get a passport. No, he didn't have a passport. You did something. No, I can't get a passport. No, I can't get a passport. 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 I can Sometimes in my own mind, in my own mind, why? But I believe in my prophet because I'm a living witness to his prophecies and the fulfillment of them and the manifestations. So I kept quiet. And anytime he's praying, I also pray for him. Destiny Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are seven a living God. We are seven a living God. This is how he describes himself that we should have hope in him. And once your hope is revived this morning, I see you going forward. I see you going forward. I see you overcoming every issue in the name of Jesus by your reliance on Yahweh. You are victorious in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together and let's celebrate Jesus. May God bless Love Sanctuary. May Love Sanctuary become a light that is on the hilltop that people shall see that light. They shall run to that light. They shall hope in God. And they shall experience what we are experiencing here this morning. God bless us all. You
changed my destiny with the awesome price you paid now i can say thank you for listening follow us on youtube and on facebook at prosper asamoah for more of these teachings god bless you